Broadcasting from our studio in West Hollywood, hello and welcome to Oops, I Innovated. I'm Marcus Wesson, Executive Creative Director here at Daily, and this is a podcast series celebrating those unique innovators who've done pretty amazing things. This is part of Daily's 50th anniversary celebration. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DailyLA and on Instagram, Daily underscore LA, and of course, like us on Facebook. Today's guest is a real treat for me personally. He was recently named from Variety Magazine one of the 10 animators to watch, part of the Academy Award-winning team on Coco, and among other things, I just love the animation and the whole process behind it. So uh, welcome, Frank Abney, animator at Pixar. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, doing well. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good. Thanks for doing this. This is a real treat for me. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I think I found you on Twitter, and I was just like, I follow a couple of animators' uh, accounts, and yours obviously stood out, post some really great stuff on there, and it's really, really refreshing and inspiring to see what all the stuff you're getting involved with. It's really cool. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're talking about, you know, how people kind of like serendipitously ended up in the field where they are, and let's talk about your path and how you got to where you are, and how did you get started, and what was the impetus that really got you to animation? Well, from what my mom tells me, I've been drawing since I was like two. Mm -hmm. uh, she said since I could hold a pencil. <laughs> so <laughs> I had always been interested in art and I was always uh, watching movies and cartoons, um, you know, the old Nickelodeon stuff and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. the Disney movies and things like that. And um, the, the serendipitous part of getting here, mm -hmm. I feel like you know, I, was, I was talking to my mom about this not too long ago, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, my dad passed when I was five years old, mm -hmm. and I don't know mm -hmm. if I would have had this this certain connection yeah. to move into animation because once uh, after he passed, uh, you know, a couple of years later, I, I had seen The Lion King. That was the first movie where I was like, I connected with it on a deep level, you know, yeah. relating to, to Simba and, you know, the fear of growing up and taking those responsibilities and, you know, being the new kind of man of the house kind of thing. Right, right. And so I had this this connection with it. I would watch it every day after school, and uh, I just had this feeling like, I, I want to do that. You know, I want to create stories, and I want to, yeah. you know, do things that, that other people can connect with and relate to in some way and bring some kind of honesty to a story or performance or a character. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that kind of started the journey. Yeah. And then right after high school, I went to college, and uh, First place I went to, it wasn't quite what I had in mind, but I, I knew where my goal was, like where I wanted to go. And uh, eventually I steered in the right places, even though I had to start over. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I got here, though. But yeah. it was uh, I don't really know how things would have been, you know, if things weren't so yeah. tragic in that way. So, yeah, you're definitely honoring your father's memory with all, you know, all your success. And you're probably inspiring a lot of other folks as well. It's um kind of one of those tragic things that happen but you know it's kind of one of those things that your your success hopefully is provide a little bit of comfort there but yeah that's find some positive in it, in it and yeah how to use it absolutely <laughs> i've actually you know seen a lot of the clips that you've done and i i was uh, telling a friend of mine i watched coco on the plane my kids had already seen it but uh, <laughs> so mm. <laughs> i had watched coco on the on the plane once and um you know i saw some of the scenes that you had worked on oh it's a team effort but towards the end of there i was like you know, it takes me a, a lot to start, you know, bawling. But I was like, <laughs> I was like Waterworks City. Uh, and I was like, there's something. Oh, man. It was a, such a good emotional towards the end there. And I think it takes like, you know, somebody like you with a lot of heart and soul into this, those characters. Just the animation. Mm -hmm. It's really well done. So 
kudos to you. <laughs> kudos to you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is there something, something some sort of eye irritant on this plane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're crying. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good one. And it, yeah, it's funny, like that one, and that got me. And I, and I don't think he worked on up, but I think, yeah, obviously the first 20, you know, 20 minutes or 15 minutes of, oh, of up yeah. as well. That was also pretty. Heart wrenching as well. It's like, man, it's animation is getting me. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think one thing about about Pixar is they know how to how to um, you know pull pull at you in the story, and I think it's you know bringing yeah. that honesty to it. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's and the watching watching Coco even in the board form. Mm-hmm. the storyboards you know it, it would still get me yeah <laughs> at that point exactly and later e- later on even knowing what's going to happen yep. you know it's still you still get sucked into it right <laughs> yeah you know the whole story but you're still getting sucked into it and yeah you've worked on some of like the biggest animated films i think like frozen big hero six kung fu panda three boss baby and um of course coco and then you've got the uh, incredibles 2 coming out which i'm looking forward to yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, June fifteenth. June fifteenth. Yeah, mark yeah. your calendars. I think this podcast will be. Well, I think we'll be out by then. So we'll see. Yeah, June fifteenth. Oh, nice. Yeah, so people go see Incredibles two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's probably tough to determine, but which one is your favorite one that you actually enjoyed working on the most, or the most rewarding for Ooh. you? <laughs> you know, oh, it's like man. picking like your kids. Like, <laughs> what's your favorite kid? <laughs> I think it would have to be between. Uh, gosh, between. <laughs> I'd say between three of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd say, and there's reasons why. Yeah. Cause, uh, Kung Fu Panda 3 was, I feel like that was, uh, the first film where I got to really kind of stretch my wings in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got some, some nice opportunities on that film. And, you know, as an animator, we get cast, you know, based on a few things. It could be based on strengths. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so someone may be good at, uh, comedic performances or someone may be good at emotional or physical comedy or, you know, mm-hmm. so you, you, sometimes you can get cast based on that, but also, you know, supervisors, they'll ask if there's anything we're interested in mm-hmm. or, you know, some ways that we want to grow. And so I, I feel like I got some nice opportunities on that film, um, which up to that point I hadn't. And plus Kung Fu Panda, that, that's my favorite <laughs> franchise from DreamWorks. So yeah, that was a, it was a nice thing to be a part of that yeah, and uh it's a fun series yeah well done yeah <laughs> and coco of course like that just mm-hmm. the way the studio and the directors like dove into the culture and trying to bring something authentic and beautiful to the screen like that that was and seeing people's reactions and seeing the people of the culture being so appreciative and acknowledging the uh the truths in there yeah like, that was that was really rewarding to see yeah and you guys haven't seen it yet, but Incredibles 2, that, that's, <laughs> I think that one was the one that, uh, even though another film got me wanting to do animation, mm-hmm. uh, the first Incredibles is what got me to wanting to do uh, computer animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Pixar had already had a few CG films at the time. And I'd seen some of them, uh, and this was 2004 when Incredibles came out. Yeah. And I was just getting out of high school, and uh, I was, uh, I saw it, and... At that time, I just I wanted to be a hand-drawn animator. Oh yeah. And I mean, either way, where I stand now, it's you know, it's it's a medium. So mm-hmm. however you want to tell the stories, mm-hmm. but that one made me want to dive more into computer animation. Just it told a, an amazing story. Yeah. Um, as far as you know, these people with these abilities, and they've had to shut that part of themselves away from people, and you know, just because of them being different, and then the some of the themes that you don't really see in animated movies, like. 
you know, with the parents, you know, arguing and, right. you know, the yeah, exactly. question of infidelity at one point, like all that kind of stuff. Right. In a, in a kid's movie, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I love The Incredibles. And I think I mentioned to you before, like I was like, I really geeked out on that when I actually listened to like the director's commentary, which is so, you know, it's really great. But I just love, the, yeah. I love the art direction of it too. Like the modern oh, uh, yeah. architecture and the design sense was really cool. So that, it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah, so what can you tell us about Incredibles 2? <laughs> no, nothing probably, right? Uh, but it's an amazing movie. <laughs> that's that's about it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was a great film to be a part of, and, and I'm happy I got to animate Frozone. That was like <laughs> that oh, was yeah. one of my goals. Because in a movie, you don't really know what characters you'll get to animate. Yeah. Um, and so, again, with the casting and also, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's based on uh, what's available, like, as far as inventory goes, like what's available yeah. that's come through layout and gotten to animation. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we work on these movies, same as live action. It's out of sequence a oh, lot. So, right. Like uh, working on Big Hero 6, you know, I was the only um, black animator there. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't get to animate Wasabi. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the only black character in there. So That's right. So it, I had to. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you think of uh, this industry where there aren't a ton of diverse characters. I mean, you have the Asian kid in Up. You have, obviously, Princess and the yeah. Frog. And, of course, you mentioned yeah. Frozone. But there, but there aren't a ton of, like, you know, diverse characters. And it's right. kind of great to see, like, movies like Coco being made. At least it's, you know, it's all about one culture and yeah. and really successful. Um, like, what do you think? Do you see the industry getting a little bit more diverse or more representative of, you know, different cultures and backgrounds and that sort of thing? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Because people have taken notice, you know, they can't say if it's mm-hmm. through their own perception or if it's just the the more people speaking up about it. Yeah. And plus, there's more and more filmmakers doing things independently because you can't really wait on a studio to represent you yeah. in a film. So, yeah, sometimes it's up to you to get to work and get your own thing going, yeah. put it out there and hope that inspires others and show Hollywood that you don't have to follow a certain formula for success, you know. Right. And I've uh, seen you post some things about you have a short film coming out, right? Oh, yeah. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, yeah. It's a short film called uh, Canvas. Mm-hmm. And um, with these independent films, it's hard to put a release date on it, but I'm hoping mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the, the aim the aim is like end of next year. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm working on a teaser right now. Nice. And uh, I've released some visual development artwork and I've, I've released uh, just this week. I know this will be in the past when this is <laughs> when yeah, posted, yeah. but <laughs> right. but uh, of the the main character who's a grandpa and uh, hmm. yeah, the story centers around him. He's a grandfather hmm. and uh, he's a painter, oh. and uh, he he suffers a loss and loses his inspiration to create. Hmm. So um, through an unexpected event, he's he's able to get his mojo back in a way. Wow! So that sounds really cool. Yeah. And he's uh, and that lead character you should mention like is African American, right? So it's like great to right. see. And and where do you see this uh, releasing? Is this going to be like online kind of deal, or is it? You think it's going to um, be a film festival? Eventually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think I'm going to go the the festival circuit, mm-hmm. and then and then I'll probably release it online after that. Oh, okay, that's really yeah. really inspiring. So. You know, I imagine like each animation project is pretty different. Like you have mm. Boss Baby and Coco and Frozen, <laughs> like all these different. Yeah. Out of all like your characters that you work on, like um, what types of characters do you gravitate towards mm. that you really like to animate? Uh, it's kind of a mixture. So one of the characters, I mean, Frozone for one, mm-hmm. 
um, because it was a character that looked like me, but also personality wise, he was one of those characters that reminded me of myself. I'm pretty calm and collected most of the time. And he has that realm of just this kind of cool demeanor. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he'll, (laughs) he can. He can go to work when he needs to. Yeah. And then, you know, on Kung Fu Panda 3, uh, animating Poe, mm. like he was he was super fun because he has this confidence, but at the same time, he's unsure of himself. And mm. I relate to him on the side of just being enthusiastic about what he cares about. Mm-hmm. I feel that way with animation and also outside of work. I do like BMX stunts and stuff oh, nice. like that. I've been doing that since I was 15. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm uh, 31 now, so it's been, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the things that I really loved about working on that character. And I was lucky enough to get at least one of the shots with him kind of geeking out about something. That's great. I found it really interesting how we talked earlier, like in the week, and you said animators have like a mirror next to their workstation so they can kind of like figure out like, okay, what are the expressions are and that sort of thing. I thought that was really cool. What do you think is like one thing that people would be surprised to hear about like working in animation? Like there's so much intricate and so much creativity involved. Yeah. yeah. I think what would be fascinating with Summit is that we're basically actors behind these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the dialogue from the actors. Um, when we get that and we're planning our shots, you know, some of us, we sketch out our scenes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a storyboard or a comic book form, you know, where we're, we're getting the main ideas there. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, a lot of times, a lot of us will act out our shots, we'll play the dialogue and we'll uh, record ourselves acting it out, hmm. you know, so we can study the body mechanics and just really dial in the performance so we can have something to refer to when we're animating. Yeah. A lot of times I'll get questions about, you know, if we still draw and, you know, <laughs> it being in computer animation. And yeah, even though that's not what you see on the final screen, you know, we still draw when we're you know, planning out our shots. And um, I think the acting part, that's something a lot of people may not know unless you're in it. Yeah. And I love acting and stuff like that. And that's kind of marrying the acting part and the, the art side. You know, animation was like the perfect, perfect blend of both. Of them. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw one of your videos where you basically were acting out a scene just to, so you could have some visual reference for, oh, for that yeah. one scene where Coco's getting a that pedal from the main character. That was really oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Dela Cruz is yeah. giving Miguel his blessing. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think is, like, the most difficult thing to animate? Like, I saw in The Incredibles, the first one, obviously, where Brad Bird was talking about how hard it was to animate hair that was wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a facial expression. I don't know. What, what, what do you mm. find is, like, the most challenging thing to, to animate? <laughs> I think uh, probably physicality on a, a character that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, right. You know, some kind of creature or something that's, for me, I kind of find animals that kind of share certain traits, you know, that you can pull from mm-hmm. and kind of inject those little parts into that that creature and usually those creatures are based on something as well yeah um but also i think animals in general like because i haven't done a whole lot of it um Mm -hmm. back when i worked in games i worked on the the tomb raider game that came out back in 2013 the reboot (laughs) and there's one one bit where i I had to animate some wolves oh really um and they were uh getting laura without you know without being explicit (laughs) (laughs) and uh and that that was that was difficult for me because i try to pull from real life and, and see what i can take from that and I wasn't going to look up the tag videos or, or you know, right. stuff like that. But, yeah. but I, you know, I was able to pull some stuff from YouTube and yeah. kind of figure it out. And those things on the acting side, I feel like, uh, you know, multi-character shots, mm-hmm. you know, where there's two to three or even I've had shots with like all of the Furious Five from Kung Fu Panda and like oh, yeah. all those characters in one shot. 
you're playing this balance of directing the viewer's eye. Mm. So those are really difficult shots, but I welcome the challenge. Yeah. So it, it's fun when I get them as well because I like the problem-solving aspect of it. So when you figure it out and it comes out well, then you're like, oof. Yeah. I did that. (laughs) Yeah. So this is awesome. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing like the Incredibles and also looking forward to even seeing like your short film canvas. You've got to balance that with your work over there at Pixar as well, I'm sure. But uh, it's (laughs) (laughs) any other projects you're working on that we can keep an eye out on or if that's not enough. (laughs) There's (laughs) it's man, the the love, the love of this medium Mm -hmm. can stretch you. But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm writing some other projects for after Canvas is done, just trying to give myself a bit of a slate. Yeah. There's other short films that I've helped out on mm-hmm. doing animation or executive producing and stuff like that. So there's a short called Hair Love mm-hmm. to watch out for. All right. Lenoria to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Substance is another one that I was helping out on. Yeah, so there's there's bits out there yeah. that'll be coming in the <laughs> near future. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, you definitely got a full plate. And uh, I just want to thank you again for taking the time out of your obviously busy schedule to come chat with us for this uh, podcast series. And we yeah. we love your work and obviously keep on keeping on. This is great stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you, Frank Abney, animator at Pixar. I'm sure we'll keep in touch. And uh, yeah, thank you yeah. so much, Frank. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Pleasure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this has been an episode of Oops, I Innovated. Catch all our episodes and let us know what you think. Until next time, see you later. This is Marcus Wesson. Thank you.